Welcome back to the Sango Brother Podcast. This is a men-focused podcast where we talk about life and current issues as men. We do so with all facts, no fiction. My co-host, Ye. Good day, welcome. Follow me on Instagram at for the glory at f o r t h a g l o r y and Isaac and Samuel. Yeah, same to you. Follow me at Sango underscore K on Instagram. S e n j u underscore K o r. The podcast comes out every Thursday, 3 p.m. West Africa, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, and every other podcast host. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Sango Brothers. Thank you all for listening. You can post your comments and suggest stories for the podcast to discuss with hashtag Sango Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Kaduna, what's happening, Kaduna? Like, my mom, this kidnapping, this kidnapping yeah, thing is getting really serious. Road is not safe from Abuja to Kaduna. You can't even take train. Train is not safe. They are attacking airports. Funny enough, there's how many military bases in NDA? Yeah, is yeah. in Kaduna. Mm-hmm. The training, Jaji? Yeah, Jaji is in Kaduna. Mm-hmm. Police Academy. Academy mm-hmm. is in Kaduna. So I don't understand why. All this like Kaduna, and this is the happening there. I remember when I used to go to Kaduna for. They are going to Regasa. Oh, where, where yeah, the, that was where I grew up. Where the station is. Yeah, yeah. that's where they train. It's not safe. At all. This was 2019. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about then, before this whole insecurity stuff was making because headlines. That has never been safe. Do you get? For women, for anyone really actually, but you know, women, of course, if a place is not safe, then for women it's like four times less safe. Yeah. You get? So it's not new to me at all. And I just wonder what people are doing yeah. if your place is notorious to be not safe. And as you said, you have all this security, security stuff going on. What I I'll give a, I'll give an example that is not Nigeria related. There was a day there was a day I was coming back from work. Yeah. And then I entered along from where I remember. But this this year. Yeah. This year I, I entered um very from where I was heading back home. So when I stopped, oh my, are we going? There's a guy seated. Uh, there, there was a guy seated close to me. Mm. The guy was not speaking outside. They killed what? his mother. Yeah. His wife, his child. <laughs> What's he doing in the car? I'll the be, guy, the guy was gone already. I'll be rolling on the floor. Man. The guy was like, he was hearing the news that I was sitting close to him. My body, he's like, they're not telling him he should start coming. Can he make it to take the, He said he's on the ready on his way, wow. but he doesn't have much on him. But I counted three k in my bag. <laughs> I gave him instantly like take. It's no longer for me. There was a time I was coming on that. Um, I've I even seen Cardinal Road. I, I drove on that oh Cardinal Road once. Oh and my God. I never did it again. Have you seen Cardinal Road? Cardinal Road is. There is nothing to write about that. Road. Yeah. Nothing. Not, that yeah. road is getting worse. Yeah, yeah. Everything. That same 2019, because when I was going to Cardinal the first time, I went by road. And yeah, it wasn't encouraging. So, of course, since then it's been. It's been train, 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 and. Isn't the train now? Yeah, because 
people when people heard about this train attack, yeah. so what was it? What was the train attack? The train attack was they blew up the tracks yeah. and they opened fire on the train and they boarded the train, shot some people, kidnapped some people, and left. That was the train attack. But people heard about the train attack. I think it was around the match, right when we played Ghana. Yeah, yeah. Most people didn't believe the story. Because I too, honestly, I will be honest with you, I didn't believe the story. When I but when they heard about the full story, when the full story came out, people were like, oh, that's insane. But people don't remember that a few months ago, a similar attack happened. happened. They blew up the track. But did it succeed? They blew it they up. Did. They just repaired it. Yeah. There were some explosives and on the track. That's what I'm saying. They did succeed in stopping it where they wanted to stop it. If you are blowing up the track, you blow up the track. I, I don't know. They even shot the train. Yeah, yeah. They, they shot yeah. the train. So I saw they, the they kidnapped train. people. Yeah, they went on there and they kidnapped people. And it's now front page yeah. that we're going to kill the people if they don't come and negotiate. I saw that they were even releasing the Minister of Agriculture. Mm-hmm. And they kidnapped him? It, it was among the people they carried now. Oh, really? The thing is older. Wow. It's a video online. Wow. That's terrible. That they are even saying that the government the government understands what they are the, asking. The government know what they want. They what know they want. what they want. What what does that mean? I do that. Can we can we reduce what, what, what that means? I don't know. You don't know what they want. The government knows what, what we want. want. So what it means is that these people are not random people. Mm. Yeah. Do you understand? These are not people that woke up on a whim. And said, let's go and kidnap people. Yeah. Yeah. These are people that they've had an understanding mm-hmm. about something and which they, they, with they, the president, because that's what they, that's what they mean by the government. Yeah, that's yes. what, they what they mean is President Buari knows these people, yeah. and they have an understanding with him, not with the president of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, mm-hmm. but with Muhammad Buari. They had an arrangement, and they've not. Settled that arrangement. Part of the arrangement. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this and, then, are, and you know the funny thing? Yeah. The poor masses are the ones suffering from all this. Yeah, but you know my own problem. If you want to kidnap, you go straight to you. My my main thing is like, I don't like people who tell these half truths. Do you understand what I mean? You come out and you say, okay, do you remember um, President Jonathan? Yeah. When they did a similar attack, I think he said something to the effect of, we know who they are, mm-hmm. we will get them. Mm-hmm. I remember that I very remember, vividly. I remembered when Lagos State governor, uh, governor, that was when Inubu said, when the bomb blast was really, really, really serious, then yeah. it was very, he said, if bomb blast enter Lagos, he's going to expose all of them. Okay, that means he knows that there are he people who are behind are bomb blast. So that's my point. My point is that people say, or claim that they know something that we don't. My issue is, why don't you just tell us? You said, oh, the government knows what they ought to do in order to make this thing stop. Okay, fine. Tell us what arrangement it was that you had, that they're in breach of. So that everyone will know that, okay, this is who and what we are dealing with. I don't like all this mystical talk. People need to be more direct and and let's know that this is what happened, though. Because me, I don't like speaking. Right now, I'm talking about kidnappers, right? You are still also Fulani X-Men. I don't think. No, no, like, Fulani X-Men don't even exist anymore because. They still do. No, 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 what I mean, 
Yeah, understand, understand what I mean? What I mean is that it has faded away from the news cycle, oh. even though it's still happening. Because remember, there's a very big disconnect between something happening to people yeah. and that thing being reported yeah. by the media. Exactly. Right? You don't see Fulani headsmen headlines that much anymore. It's bandits or passerby terrorists or what was the other one? Passerby bandits. Yeah. Ban- bandits. What? But like, bandits is like. Like bandit is like Looney Tunes. Like those are Looney, that's Looney Tunes language. A bandit is like someone that ties bandana, bandana on his eye and and makes a hole. That's a bandit. Like somebody that is blowing up a train track, shooting opening rounds on trains and boarding the train and kidnapping people is not a bandit. No, a bandit is someone that is carrying cutlass and robbing people on the rail. Like these guys have guns and they're kidnapping people and making demands. That's not banditry. They even have more guns. So we just we, we throw words around. Yeah, this is that first thing. Yeah. All those. Um, we throw those words around. We don't even know what they mean. Mm-hmm. Just they are bandits. Bandits. From Boko Haram to miscreants. They say miscreants, bandits, brigands, headsmen, headsmen. We've stated, the, we've stated the problem, right? The yeah. problem of insecurity, I mean, at such a high level, right? And do you know at the uh, convention they had, APC convention, Erufai mm. said yeah. education in Kaduna. Mm. Education, I thought it was education in the list of our problems. Edu- which education are they even bringing to Kaduna? That's one question. I'm education in Nigeria yeah. just it, it means building new universities. That's what education means. It brought like all those skills. Uh, those yeah, skills centers for widows and divorced women. That's not. It's education now. <laughs> because education is a buzzword. It's just stuff to say. Yeah, it doesn't Actually, mean. Anything. That's not like the main problem of Kaduna. Exactly. That's not what. Okay, look at what's happening at Zongo Katef. Okay. The killings. Yeah. Up till today, they're still going inside those villages to kill people. Yeah, true. And the government are saying nothing. Yeah, yeah this play, uh, this um, bomb blast. When I saw pictures of vice president, which bomb blast? Uh, this train blast now. Okay. And then, when I saw pictures, and the way they even placed the music, you, they made it look like it was. Man. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Look. When I saw it, they made it look like the, the pictures they even posted yeah. Yeah. that the governor went to visit some people in the hospital. All those people, I feel that they were just acting. Yeah, yeah. To it's, me, it's, because it's they were staged. looking fresh. Yeah, it was, it's staged. That story was not carried by any major newspaper until more than 18 hours after the fact. So when people sent it to me, I was like, you know, the first thing when you get news, like you want to double triple check it i did my normal you know first hand check and i didn't see it so i dismissed the story immediately not i didn't dismiss it i just put it on the back but i didn't take it as something that happened right but i mean it did happen we were completely distracted or we placed higher priority on beating ghana which we didn't than the lives of people. Remember the story of 
the girl who got shot. Yeah. yeah. And she yeah. tweeted about it and mm -hmm. she gets clowned yeah. on, trolled even. Yeah. Even until somebody says that, oh, are you dead now? Yeah. You understand? For me, yes, it's, uh, first glance is 100% horrible. But on the B part, it feeds into that lack of information. Because at that time, nobody believed or nobody knew, or you could say that it wasn't yet established that that thing actually happened. You understand? That's what I'm saying about that 18 hour gap between the event and the reporting of the event. So, that guy, they said that, oh, he's been cancelled, or I don't know. But <laughs> the, the, the point is, that story was buried, definitely. It didn't make the print that day it didn't make print like that day maybe because the prints had already gone up but at least the major papers online should have carried it which they didn't so i mean we've gone over that story the story presents a problem and that that two things that i think that's a very strategic because first you know again before that mm. you heard that they tried to attack the airport Yes, passerby bandits attacked the airport. Not like they tried to attack, they attacked the, the airport. airport. And flights yeah. were grounded and stuff, right? Yes. People are also taking planes as a big plane. Yes. Which was then attacked. attacked. Yeah, because allegedly, because allegedly there were a lot of VIPs on the train. Exactly. Yeah. And they said the way they target more is the was VIP, VIP, VIP section. So yeah. I tell you that, that those, those two events and what are I tell you? Yeah, 100% related. They're just chilling, fighting each other, looking for money. Even our new, like, they've put so much fear mm. on those news, like, those uh, news they, stations, they like, they, they, they can't they, even say the truth. There was, the, there was a time that um, Channel, you see Channel, they are PDP. Now, the oldest thing is AIT is PDP. No, that's how. So, are so the, news, no, the newspapers are partisan. I don't, yes. AIT is PDP. Channels are APC. They didn't really support the OO APC thing. Right. Then this Arise News. Yeah, that, that one there. Which one are they? Arise are just the Arise are the ones. They're just for me. They're just Americans. They're no, just, Arise, Arise just, are the ones saying the main. They're, they're really British. going deep into the main stories. But you see our own. What about NTA? <laughs> I tell you, that's what you want to do. I tell you, I tell you, how to do farmers doing rice. How to make beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some obscene, oh, sorry, obscure culture, traditional dance. Yeah, the one village in Kuche. I love NTA. NTA is the best. <laughs> you can't beat the rich. You can't. You at just all. cannot. They take their slogan is just. They will go into one village to go and film for people. They rather just. They don't like stress. This one. I'm telling you, like, if you watch, if you only watch NTA, you'll be the happiest person. Like, you even you know just anything. They don't play music. Yeah, they don't play devilish music. That's good. But we still have a problem, yeah. right? So that is our railway country in general is insecure. Mm -hmm. But the main thing now is to secure our railways. And remember we saw the story of how somebody has pledged or wants to pledge 
87 billion naira for railway security in wake of this attack. So, my question to you, Sentry, is I give you 87 billion naira to secure our railway. What are you doing? You, you, Amici has given you the, the task. I will drop the money because they're not thinking of it. Is it. What do you mean by that? Wait, you want to do it? Well, I asked me, I'll say, don't do the streetlights. <laughs> One. And that's what I do. What else do you do? You only like yourself to put there. Streetlights of uh, 400, 200 kilometers of streetlights? Yeah, uh -huh. and that streetlight will what about billions of naira? And it's just normal streetlight. <laughs> no, it's going to be solar now. It's camp. No, we know it's not up to a, a billion naira. You will look for the cheapest now. Nah. That's what they give us in Nigeria. It's not even the cheapest. They will look for the cheapest, but they will, they will, they will, even, they will just chop the money. Half of the money is going for chopping. That's why I say they will look for the cheapest. And then <laughs> they yes, now. What kind of English? How many ways going for chopping? Then they will now, they will now do. No, no, no! Don't predict the future. I'm asking what you would do. What will I do? I'll stop the money, guy. Because really? one, what, what do you, what security do you want to put in the railways? Is it that you want to put gas to the worker and the only touch and only? Yeah, they will, they will stop the train and be checking on there. Like they First do, thing they like they do in Sedi Plaza. They, they, can, they can put barricade. What barricade? Like uh, the this. Like a fence. Like a fence. Like some kilometers, like some meters away. That makes sense. Railway. Yeah, see, fence. that's an idea. Fence first, then maybe I don't know if they'll make it electric, electric, electrified, electrified. Yeah, electrified. But we have electricity. And so, electrified fence is not bad. The fence is supposed to solve this because it's electricity. That's not electricity. That was no, 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 no. No, let's let's start from the beginning. I want. You're you're right that yes, this country doesn't have electricity. Therefore, you can't you can't you can't electrify the 200 kilometer fence or 300. I don't know how many kilometers it is. Yeah. But but fence makes sense. We're going very very far. Yeah. Right. This problem is not just the beginning. Yeah. I want to go take this problem down to the very barest minimum. Okay. In this town, Abuja is secure, right? Abuja is a... No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Let's assume. Relatively, like... Let's assume. I grew up in this town. Yeah, I moved here at the age of six. Okay, nothing has... No fight or anything has occurred. Not even that. What I mean is, I believe Abuja is a safe place. I know that... Yeah, sounds of recent, even me too, I have been accosted by people. Like, people have hit my car, someone has broken into my car and stolen my shit, my laptop, and stuff like that. So, I know that Abuja is not as safe as it used to be. Yes. But, relatively speaking, Abuja is purportedly, allegedly safe, right? Compared to other places. But, there's something that happens in this town. Even when there's light, Abuja is very dark. Why? Do you know, Sandra? Because they stole all the old Very good. All Abuja doesn't have working streetlights. Mm -hmm. Yes. The panels are all broken. This same thing applies to the to the traffic lights. Yes. Abuja traffic lights are bad because the panels are all broken, and the wires are, have been taken. This same thing applies to the manhole covers, yeah. the drain covers, the drain holes. The metals there are all gone. Yes. 
right? This is something that has been happening in this town for the past 10, 15, I maybe even more years. Now, on Sanya Abacha, you have those huge um, lights, yes. tall lights. And you know what they started doing? They got some people put some kind of metal cover on the panel okay. to prevent people from, blocking, from breaking into it. Yes. That metal cover has a padlock. So they did it across the, the entirety of all the streetlights on that particular highway. Yeah. And lo and behold, within a few months, I noticed that some of those panels had been broken. The padlocks broken and those metal covers broken. So I raised this thing with people that I know, very intelligent people, and I said, what kind of town are we in where people go and break, vandalize street lights and traffic lights and manhole covers? And the person says, ah, they are supposed to secure it now. They are supposed to secure it. How do you secure it? How do you secure street lights? Oh, someone said, oh, let's, they should be building barbed wire, they should put barbed wire around street lights. The barbed wire is even metal as well. Like, no, you just carry the barbed wire. Cut it down, just take it along. Do you understand? Oh, let them put CCTV. Uh, they did we that should put CCTV. No, no, the CCTV that we put in this town was for terrorists, right? But. Is it working? The, the actually, it's not, it's actually, it's, it's actually working because I've been to police station and they actually look at them. The person is suggesting that you should put, you should put CCTV to prevent the people who are coming to carry it, let's call them Babambola, to come and carry the metal. So my question is this, have we ever, ever in our lives in this town heard that somebody, a Babambola was arrested for scavenging metal? I don't know. Have you ever heard it before? I have never heard it in this town. The only thing that happened was I saw a headline that said that SCT plans to start arresting scavengers. Plan to start arresting scavengers. That is in the future. Yeah. So you are planning to arrest scavengers, meaning that their activities right now, which have direct effects on the on this town, are not are tolerated. Or in fact they are not crime. They're encouraged. It's until then that they will start calling it a crime and they will start arresting people for it. So, what it means is that if somebody has the right to go and take public property without consequence, then Kaduna attack is a natural flowing consequence of that. Yes. Because in this town, in, like in the penal code, it's wrong, it's a crime to beg people, that is to stand on the road begging. I was driving one day at Banex. Banex is not a safe place. At all. So there was police checkpoint at Banex. And I was driving and these children in the night come to my window and they're like banging on my window. Right? And in my mind I'm like, this is not safe. These are little children. But the reason they're banging on my window and they've not broken my window and taken the things that they want by force is because they are children and they don't have the capacity to do it 
if this was a much bigger, much stronger person, the person would have done it. Basically. I got I got to the policeman who was doing checkpoint. And I said, sir, on this checkpoint, on this queue, there were some children that came to my window and they were banging it. See them there. I could see them. So I pointed the officer in that direction. And the officer was being very sarcastic. Like, ah, you want me to go finish them? I said, I'm telling you, I'm just telling you that this is what happened. Do you understand what I mean? Like, his yeah. reaction was not one of concern that a security breach has occurred. Yeah. His reaction is, this, I, I see the sarcastic reaction as coming from the fact that it is normal for people to go and beg and hit your window when they are trying to beg. Do you understand what I mean? So, it's, his reaction is like, oh, they are just doing normal things. You want to go and shoot them for doing this thing that is normal. You understand? Yeah. And what brought you is that when I was standing in front of City Park today, starting in front of City Park, yeah, I saw some people jogging. Yes. And there was a police car mm-hmm. jogging there with the officer. Jogging with them in front of City Were they or you both? No. Okay. Well, they jumped with. With the the police was jogging with his gun. Yes. Okay. Like it was showed up. It was carrying those group of people. Like actually, it's going like six people. Were they Mopo? No. Was the policeman Mopo? Just normal police. Blue uniform. Blue uniform. Yeah. Okay. The guy, the guy who stopped cars from passing City Park, like like cars that were entering City Park, they had to stop like so that people can jog and pass. Were they jogging on the main road? No, they were jogging on the sidewalk. On the sidewalk. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw that one first. I was like, what's that? That's one? strange. Yeah. Yeah. There are some set of people. Mm-hmm. Police was joking with them. I was like, ah, what's happening? These are what our police people are doing now. Doing personal, personal this thing. Escort. And you got me thinking that who is the most to gain with all this insecurity happening? The people who can afford to pay police officers to protect them. Who is to gain? Who is gaining? Someone the police officers, they are paying. Someone mm. I. Yeah, yeah. I met with a senator. This, this man told me something. He said, see. If they steal your car in this Nigeria, yeah. that if you don't get money, that's when you'll not see your car in the next two days. It's true. I know that directly. If you have money in this country, they will look for your car. Like they will even know they will bring the person that stole the car and show you. Let me not even let's not even use a hypothetical. This is an actual experience. Your phone. Not just my phone. Wait now. It's it's connected to my phone. Yeah. So you know the story of my phone. My phone was stolen. On Friday, I reported to the police on Monday. By Wednesday, they found the guy where he was on Monday, where he was on Tuesday, what he does for a living. By Wednesday, we got him. By Friday, by sorry, by yeah, by Thursday, we got him. By Friday, we got the person who sold it to him. By Saturday, we had everybody. While I was in that station, reporting or waiting to be attended to and things like that. This woman was there and her car had been stolen on the Thursday. I reported it on, yes, that's the Thursday. By Tuesday, the following, that week, that Tuesday that I was there from Monday, they had gotten the guy. The guy was her driver whom she had hired the Tuesday before. 
that she had him on Tuesday. By Wednesday, the car, the car was stolen. The following Tuesday, they caught him. So that's the, that's to say our security agency. They are working. They can you need work. to have money. It's not, it's not that they are working. They, they can, can work. Okay, they can work. Because but you need to have money. When the whole ordeal was over, the guy, the officers were like, oh, wow, that, you know, I really like your tenacity, that you, know, you really showed that you can, that you want this thing to be done, that if people showed more interest, like you, you know, our job will be easier, blah, blah, blah. And in my mind, I'm like, I know how much I spent to ensure that this thing was done. Because even to write the statement, they said 2,000 there. Nah, all the lawyer, you know that, you know, we don't have paper, we don't have bio, please just give us, support us. It takes 2,000 there to write a statement. So how much does it cost for them to actually investigate what you're talking about? Oh. The cost is enormous. You have to go and meet them, talk to them, talk to them. And when you are talking to people in this country, when you say I want to go and talk to somebody, you're not going there with your empty hand and just your sweet mouth. You're going there with cash. Yes, <laughs> That's what it means to talk to someone in this country. So, this is my point. You have a law enforcement that you need to have a certain amount of money to even talk to. Yeah. Right? Then, on the other hand, they have a very high threshold for a reaction. I told the police officer that someone's banging my car and he said after he's, he has no reaction, no positive reaction to the situation. Yeah. And this, this here's, a, here's a funny part. I drive every day in this town to work all over. The only place I see police is at intersections directing traffic occasionally you may see them driving maybe to igp's office or to cop's office or to state cid's office right yeah but in terms of like regular patrol i do not see police in this town the highest is maybe those dangote police the ones with the dangote cars yes. that sit down in that particular That's place right or the ones that also sit down in that place in one place like if you look at um, Hilton, that Ghana Street side, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. That they just yes, they put one rope and just sit down there. Or, at that junction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if they're angry, they will put bags of sand <laughs> and sit down there at this police checkpoint. Their own job, their job is to sit down there. They're not patrolling. Well, well, the ones in uh, that you waiting for you to be traffic to catch you. That one, those ones in Central Mox, there was a night I was going out, I passed, they caught the team. They shot that guy. There? Wait, in Abuja here? Mm -hmm. When? When they shoot somebody? At night. In, I think around 10. No, I'm talking about the daytime. Oh, no. During the day, you don't see police at all. And I noticed that, it, like, I, I, I walked in Wusetu for a very long time. And there was one day, I was going to Chicken Republic and there was this Oyibo man, this white man with his girlfriend or whatever and they are walking together and you see these boys these are like street urchins like just this is too, right? and Wusetsu has a lot of this stuff street urchins, beggars 
you know, and you see them in Mitama as well. You understand? And they were accosting this guy, like begging for money, but he like brushes them off. And they started saying things and being very across aggressive, like assault. Because assault doesn't necessarily mean you have to touch the person. Yeah. You're just presenting and projecting a violent demeanor and stuff towards the guy and his companion. And in my mind, and I was there, I was just like passing, I was walking the opposite way. But in my mind, it's like these people can actually start doing something to this guy. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing around to secure him. He has only himself to secure himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It happened also that I went, I was going to that pavement near Amigo, right? And this guy was begging. Because that's the common thing. For me, a beggar is a thief that doesn't have guns. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I parked my car. The guy comes, he's begging me. I ignore him. I went to buy my stuff. As I get to the other side of the road, another person is begging me. I ignore him. I, I buy my stuff. about grown-up people with hands and legs. Of course. Like, nothing is wrong with them. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I go out, I go back to my car. This guy comes again and he's begging me. I ignore him. He starts hitting my window. So my mind, I'm like, one, I have to start carrying something. No, my own is knife. That's what I that's what I use. What I have is a knife. Very good, solid knife that if you try anything, you will pay for it with your life. Pepper spray, oh my eyes are peppering me. And the funny thing about pepper spray is that you can spray yeah, yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But knife is like I'm putting my life on the line for this thing that I want to collect from this person. So we've talked about it for many years now. This idea that one, especially women, because we talk about security, but women are targets. Yeah. Because crime is not about oh I'm poor and I don't have food or education. Crime is about opportunity. Your willingness to do something because there is no guardian to stop you from doing it. That's what crime is. Crime has nothing to do with poverty or lack of education. So the babambola or whoever it is that is stealing the panels, stealing the, panel, stealing the manhole covers can do it not because he's uneducated but because there is no guardian to stop him from doing it. Let's say you go and put uh, CCTV. Does, is that stopping him from doing that? For me, you have to, these are the people you have to start with. You get them, you lock them up. That is, you are showing zero tolerance. The, the best way to stop crime is what they call the broken windows theory. That is, you get the smallest crimes, the most petty crimes, and you punish them the hardest. When you do that, the bigger crimes start to reduce. But in Nigeria, we have a high tolerance of crime. Like you now, you just said that you commit a crime now. And we just, it was so casual. Because I asked you what you do, the 7 billionaire that they gave you to secure. No, you said you chop it. 
Because now, if I put if I put street lights, you know that they will carry the street lights. They will they will guide them. If I put um, fence, you know you it's can't just chop their money. Like either you give them something a lower budget. Of Anyways, my point is that we are living in a country full of criminals. Yeah. The country, the system of the country encourages. It's not no. That you 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 have everyone has opportunity. Everybody. Everyone has opportunity to stand up and say no. This is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But the first thing you said is that you eat the money. You said it before any other thing. That's the problem. Our mindset. We are so. That, and for me, that's the number one thing. Because I've never heard of it in my life. In any civilized country. And steal my That people are stealing my whole cover. For what? for what? It doesn't just make sense to me. It's only in Nigeria. I went to Benin Republic. Their street lights are working. So I don't understand it. And I think who is best, who is the most to gain from this? From, that? from what? From, from the, the Babango last thing in the whole cover? Yeah. Because for me, that's a bigger problem. To me, I think they are taking it somewhere. Because so, so it's always to gain, because now if they see my you have to still and you put, always you see them with this. Their, that, you are always seeing over. them with this, their truck. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Entire thing yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're taking it somewhere. Is that that they're making a report to one allergy that has given them maybe one one thousand naira or two two thousand naira? Because I, I really, there is no logical explanation for. See. If for trace, going to collect all these metals. If you trace it back, this metal still is still goes back to the person in the office that's maintaining that. Yeah, that, maintaining that, that out. Because it will write in the way that they stole money over, but we need to replace it. And money will fall out. I will know I will be to add money to that. So that's crazy. That is crazy. Because it's an institution. Yeah. You know, I remember. So you know all these manhole covers? They are supposed to help with the draining, right? Yes. So because they've taken them so much, sand. you know, Nigeria, yes, sand and those, people those, those dump people. stuff. Yeah. Right? So recently, last year, I saw some people digging out the sand. Yeah. So that the roads will stop being yeah. flooded. Yeah. And I looked at these people. They don't look like FCTA staff. Right? They don't look like those Laraman people mm-hmm. that sweep yeah, the yeah. road. Yeah. They're not wearing Laraman shirts. Those people are the Babambolas. It was mostly men, very dark skinned, meaning that they walk around in the sun a lot doing all this their shit. Meaning that they paid them to go back to the manhole covers that they stole to dig out the road so that it won't be, to dig out the sand or whatever. Funny part is that they dig out the sand, they still live there. They still live there. They left it there. They left it. I think maybe the Laoman people came and swept it. Which uh, I saw them. I saw them sweeping it. I saw them sweeping it. But this was a. This was like a whole thing. It was throughout. We say to. It's a system now. Someone is benefiting. I didn't like. And here's the thing. I clocked it, right? But it didn't. You know, connect. Yeah. Because I saw it, I, I saw these people doing this thing and it's like, who are these people? I've never seen these people on the road doing anything. And looking at what they're doing, what they're doing is completely unskilled. But they're doing it, meaning that somebody asked them to do it. Yeah. So what you're saying makes a lot of sense, a shocking amount of sense. Because it is the person 
who is responsible for the drainages that would ask them to go and do this thing. If we're working at such level of organized crime, at such a small scale, small scale. <laughs> then it's much bigger. It's much bigger. Mm-hmm. Much bigger. Who is it again? Now, this one, they are factoring. I mean, she said they should not have paid. It's seven it's billion. billion. That they should just borrow it. They don't give it seven billion. That will solve the problem. It's seven billion. Ah! Security firms and stuff. They are in Kaduna. Mm-hmm. And all this is happening in Kaduna. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't add up. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It should be having some FI, we not know that all this place and everything is there. And then yeah. FI is not even doing anything. The statement, the statement is, he said if it is his own son, they did not, mm. that he will leave his son, that he will never pay ransom. He made that statement like... You know, he's very... He's, he knows they cannot kidnap his son, he's a very bombastic person, he says those kinds of things. He says, he's extremely strange. You know, maybe because it's short or yeah, something. Short, like, so he he says very eccentric things. I don't um, I don't understand his mentality. He he talks too much and he says the wrong thing. Thank you all for listening. Leave your comments at Sango Brothers with hashtags on the podcast, and you can leave voice notes on Anchor as well. So from us, this should be goodbye. Hi, I'll see you next week. Yeah. Good night. Drop the EP, that shit legit. Top five in the city, competitions right here. All I know now is my no god, no time. Fuck one slime, I got mad lines. Tempo, make I catch my vibe. Yeah, look, chopsticks. Man's eyes dope, as eyes, man's eyes prince. Man's got bars, CC chocolate. Man stays fresh, I'm a cool cat. Shout out ice prince, walking, I'm giving my all to the art. 80% of my vest from the heart. Me, I believe in being creative. I put in the time and I put in the work. Yeah. I put on my tata, I give all to God. God. Trust in the process, believing in me. Yeah. Everything coming due time, guy. Wait for your time, making no kind of rush. Yeah. Me know they go. I know be baller. No. Roll up the line, make we touch on cloud now. I do it for the love and I do it for the city. Every day, every day, saying God, watch. Me not bad guy. Again, again.